Welcome to the Made Up Savannah podcast. I'm your host, Dee Daniels. Made Up Savannah is a creative production of Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, serving Savannah since 1978. And the Made Up Savannah podcast is brought to you by Savoy Society, colleagues and lovers, and the Savannah Cabaret. Welcome to the Made of Savannah podcast. I'm Dee Daniels, and I am so excited to kick off season three of the Made of Savannah podcast. And I'm very excited to bring on uh, what I would I would say is probably one of the busiest people in Savannah, uh, Tara Reese, who is the president of the Savannah Irish Festival, and she is also the membership relations manager at the Savannah Chamber. One of the just coolest people in town. I hope you get to uh, meet her at some point, especially as we are kicking off officially green season in Savannah. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, Tara, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for sitting down and being with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling and having me. This is exciting. It is exciting time of year too, because, you know, I'm not sure if everybody knows this. If you're, if you're a Savannah local, you, you know that there is a green season in Savannah. If you are a one-time, two-time, 10-time visitor, you might not know um, that we have a season here of Irish festivities. You might know that we have a huge, huge St. Patrick's Day uh, parade and everything that goes along with that, but you might not know that there's an entire season. And it really is something to to really like get excited about because, I mean, officially, here we are in February and we are just days away from the official Savannah Irish Festival. Um, so let's talk a little bit about this green season. Um, I, I'm not sure that a lot of people who have visited Terra know that uh, we're so committed here in Savannah to uh, our Irish culture, but also to celebrating for more than one day. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. So let me back up and just kind of say, once upon a time, there was this great Irish pub on River Street called Kevin Berry's. And Kevin Berry's was a, a staple here in Savannah. Um, they were around 40 years before they closed uh, in 2020. And I had the opportunity to work there for many years. And my job was kind of what I do with the chamber. I'm member relations or, you know, customer relations, you know, and I would build and maintain relationships and whatever. So, um, I had been there not five minutes and people started asking questions like, why Savannah? Why Savannah? Why is Savannah so Irish? Why not New York? Why not, you know, Boston? Why Chicago? And what we discovered, um, and I took a crash course because I'm not from Savannah originally. I took a crash course and I learned that about 10% of our community is either off the boat from Ireland, or they are first, if not second generation. Um, and when you go back to when Savannah was being built, essentially, it was the Irish that built the city. Um, they had what was called the Irish ghetto. Um, and that was over there on, oh my goodness, I'm not Dr. Howard Keeley at, at the Georgia Southern University, but I want to say, oh goodness, it was on the east side of Savannah. But anyway, over time, you know, you had the parade and you had other things coming up and coming up. Well, now when, you know, people come to Savannah for St. Patrick's Day, they you, you see a lot of people from Ireland. Like last year, Conor McGregor was here. Right. Which was 
amazing, right? Um, I'm not an MMA person, um, but a lot of people are. And I know who Conor McGregor is, and I think that's pretty awesome. Um, but when it boils down to it, like for a community our size, we're not on the scale of New York or Boston or Chicago. But I think if you knock it down and look per capita, we're probably more Irish than those other cities. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we say green season or St. Patrick's season, the Savannah Irish Festival, we kick off that season and it leads up to things such as the Jasper Green Ceremony or the Grand Marshal um, election or with the Daughters of Ireland, their um, their event for the Grand Marshal's wife or the Greening of the Fountain, the Celtic Cross Ceremony. So there's a lot that goes into our season and the parade is just kind of like the parade is for locals that are not local and tourists, but you know, the everything leading up to it's for the locals. It's really cool because I think a lot of people know that the St. Patrick's Day parade is one of the biggest in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do get a ton of visitors and we get a ton of tourists and, and people that are like, I want to be a part of that. I, you know, um, Gosh, I mean, last year, uh, my brother-in-law was a part of a uh, a bachelor group that came for, you know, St. Patrick's Day. And, and, and like he just they wanted to like take in the experience. And there's so many people that just want to take in the experience. And I think, you know, what's 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 so fun is to educate the tourists and, and the visitors about the fact that this is so much more than one day. You know, and and to really a lot of people don't even know that the Savannah Irish Festival takes place in February and to right. kind of kick things off. They also don't know. A lot of people don't know that the Savannah Irish Festival is a nonprofit. Talk a little bit about that. So, yeah, um, many years before I moved here. So about 31 years ago, I was gosh, I was in high school. But anyway, um, a group got together and they're like, we need to do something to honor our heritage. And I believe it was the Buttermers that got together and they created this Irish festival. And over the last 31 years, uh, we have brought in Irish musicians. We brought in Irish storytellers. We brought in Irish dancers, um, vendors that sell Irish wares, just to kind of get people excited about what the Irish culture is. I think on St. Patrick's Day, a lot of people think, uh, true story, I was here this is before I moved here. I was on River Street. I was like probably in my twenties. And I remember explaining to someone on the street that St. Patrick was actually not the patron saint of beer. Okay. <laughs> True story. And I'm, I'm like, what are you talking about? So it kind of tickles me. Anyway, to educate people that the Irish community is not a bunch of drunken people that celebrate one day a year when St. Patrick was actually a patron saint in the Catholic Church, you know, and it was, he did not draw the snakes out of Ireland. Come on. <laughs> you know, it, it's an education for people um, to get rid of the stereotype. So. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I think it's really fun. And, uh, and of course we we're going to have so much information in our uh, show notes for people to go to, but um, if you want to follow along with what's happening uh, with the uh, green season and, and kind of the kickoff and what happens before St. Patrick's day, make sure you go to savannahirishfest.com and check all of that out. What, what I think is really cool is, is it already kicked off. So, um, I think it was last weekend you had the, the Kaylee 
Tell yeah. everybody what that is, um, first of all, and, and what that means as, as you sort of kick things off. Sure. So last weekend we had what was called the Kaylee, um, and it's just like a, an, an Irish social. Uh, we had some da- dancers from the Legacy Dance Academy. So we had some little girls out there teaching adults how to do the Irish dances. Um, we started this back in the, was it 2021, the year after pandemic, because the festival was actually gone for a couple of years due to the pandemic. And so we were trying to come up with ways to still raise money for the nonprofit. And we decided to do a Kaylee. So this was our third one. Uh, we had a silent auction. We had some great, you know, uh, donations from partners here in the Savannah area. That's a big supporter. It's just a big social. It was almost like um, a family gathering because you 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 know these people, but sometimes you don't get to see them throughout the years. So they become like a family reunion kind of thing. So we gathered up at Billy's Place, which is above McDonough's. Um, and we had a couple of bartenders pouring drinks all night and, you know, the silent auction and the dancers and people just really enjoying themselves. They had a great limited menu for us and it, it, it was a great night. We got there around six and left after 10 o'clock, I think it was. Yeah, so. it's such a fun um, experience to, you know, be around all of these uh, people that are so invested in the culture, you know, it it really is such a fun experience. And, and I know that, you know, a lot of people that are locals even have never been to Billy's place, you know, so that, that was cool. And then you've got McDonough's, which is so well-known and, you know, so you have all these people who are experiencing these things. And then while you're there, you got to meet like a lot of the societies, you got to meet a lot of the, the nonprofits uh, around town that you know, the Savannah Irish Festival helps out this. It's such a family feel, you know, all the way around. And I know people just love it. And and we're going to experience that again in just a few days with the, few the days. official Savannah Irish Festival, which is going to be at Victory North. So this is going to be huge. Um, tell everybody kind of, you know, the uh, maybe a little bit of the history of that, but also what they can expect this weekend. Sure. So we're going to kick it off with a pre-concert um, Friday night at Victory North. We're going to open the doors around 530, I think. Check the web- website. Um, our vendors are going to already be set up so people can come in and purchase. And then at six o'clock, we've got a group called the Brave Collide taking the stage. And I know that's early, folks. I know, but they did just come from Dublin, Ireland. Okay. <laughs> So uh, they're a great contemporary duo. I saw them at, uh, what was it, Tybee Post Theater back in May. Um, Chloe Agnew is the daughter of Twink. uh, And I guess she was a huge star back in Ireland. Um, My friend Derek, his sister, he and his sister are both from Dublin, Ireland. And we were sitting at the Tybee Post Theater. And Tina was like, oh, Jesus, she looks like Twink. (laughs) I do a terrible Irish <laughs> and I was like, who's that? And she's like, oh, da, 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 da. well, kind of find out Chloe is her daughter. So she's here performing. And what Chloe is in for, she was actually the youngest um, member of the Celtic women. Yeah. And the gentleman that's singing alongside of her, Brian, um, he's a phenomenal artist. He wrote some original songs and they're going to be singing some original um, music on Friday night. And then afterwards, a group from Columbia, South Carolina is going to take the stage. They're called Sire, and they're a Celtic rock band. We had them at the festival several years ago. I want to say in 2018 or 19, 
And y'all, they rocked the stage. I mean, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't your traditional, like, Danny Boy or whatever. This was like some fun Celtic music. Um, the concert's going to be over around 8.30 because we, the committee, have got to be back at the Victory North the next morning at 7. <laughs> so we are we are, we are are not spring chickens, ladies and gentlemen. We need to <laughs> sleep. Um, so the tickets for that concert is going to be $35, you know, which is great because I paid a lot more than that uh, when I saw them the last time. Right at Victory North, which is at 1206 Whitaker Street uh, in the Starland District. And it's a great venue. We're going to have so much fun. We're very excited. Um, I'm trying, I've, I've, I've secured a food truck for that night. So if you, you don't even have to go home, just wear your work clothes and grab a food truck and come inside and shop and listen to some music and grab some beer. Right. Yeah. That yeah. that's, you know, that's the key word for a lot of people who are uh, uh, enjoying the festivities. They, they were like, now where can we, we can, we can get alcohol when we. <laughs> yes. Yes. You fret not about that. I have been working with um, United Distributors, Guinness specifically for years, and they're always very accommodating. My rep, um, Stephen, is phenomenal. I've known him since Kevin Berry days, and he always takes good care of us. So last year during the festival, we ran out of Guinness, and they have assured me that will not happen again this year. This season, we're so proud to partner up with a trendsetter and a trend breaker in Savannah's historic district, the incomparable bar and restaurant that hits all the marks and sits right at 102 East Liberty Street. I'm talking about Savoy Society. You know, we fell in love with this downtown hotspot well before we even moved here, and it's captured our hearts even more as locals. Now, it's my favorite spot to grab a lemon drop martini. Mm-hmm. Hands down, best place to get a lemon drop martini. And I even like to try something new on occasion, like a sourdough flatbread, a slider, maybe even a new cocktail if I'm living dangerously. But don't even get me started on Megusta Mondays and the hot honey margarita, because once I tried that, mmm. Savoy Society, seriously, you had me at vinyl and wicker. The long bar, the cozy sofas, oh, and the pickled deviled eggs, and the mini hot dogs with the tots. It's a whole vibe. If you Google it, you'll see the popular opinion is the bartenders are just lovely. That's an understatement. They're really genuinely amazing. Stop by Savoy and tell them you heard about them on the Made of Savannah podcast. Savoy Society Sav, S-A-V, if you're looking for them on Instagram. Also, SavoySociety.com. Check out the full menu. So the festival is going to kick off on Saturday morning. We're going to open the doors at 9.30. Uh, tickets are $20. 16 and older, if you're under 16, tickets are free. Um, we're going to have our vendors, Irish vendors, in, inside and outside. Um, we're going to have our music. We have local band, Seldom Sober, that's going to be performing. Um, Michael and Colleen. For those of you that don't know, Colleen uh, had stage four ovarian cancer shortly after the festival last year. And after her treatment, she is in remission and she'll be on stage. So we need to welcome her back with a lot of love. Um, then we've got Tom O'Carroll, who used to play Kevin Berry's, and he's from Dublin, Ireland. He has played all over the East Coast, um, you know, sharing stories and witty. And he's a witty guy. He's great. Uh, Fran Doyle. Um, also from Dublin, Ireland. He is another witty guy that 
used to perform with us. We've got Sire back on stage and then Chloe Agnew, she is our headliner. She'll be performing earlier in the day because again, she will be flying in from Ireland and she'll be a little on the jet lag side. But we encourage everybody to come out. We're going to have the Savannah Gaelic Athletic Association there doing demonstrations. Um, if you don't know what the Savannah GAA is, that is one of the oldest sports in the world. It's a combination of um, rugby and soccer and lacrosse and, and a little bit of first degree murder if you hit someone with a stick. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Hamogi is the women's version of um, hurling, not curling. We don't want to push things on the ground with ice. It's hurling in the air. In Gaelic football, both men and women play. We're going to have the Scottish Games are going to be there to talk about their event in May. We call them our Celtic cousins. Lots of Irish vendors. We're going to have a couple more food trucks. You don't have to worry about food during the day. And again, I promise you, we are not running out of Guinness this year. So. I love that. Yeah, that's a good guarantee. Um, yes. So I think a lot of people will be like, okay, if I get a guarantee, I'm totally coming. Um, you know, if, I also if they do. I'll give you Stephen's number. There you go. Right. You call Stephen <laughs> if there's an issue. Call um, I also love the fact that you guys have a, a, a cultural area that people can really learn about the culture. You know, I mean, I realize on St. Patrick's Day when we have a ton of people in the city everybody is Irish that day. I totally oh, get course. that. But when of you're, course. when you're taking part of the Savannah Irish festival this weekend and you're bringing, you know, your friends and your family and you're like, I really do want to learn more about the culture. You have a space for that at the, at the festival at Victory North. We do. Um, Jerry Kenny, I believe is his name. I am so sorry about this. Walt, um, we love Walt. He's one of our committee members, but he is not as on top of sharing all the information as he should be, but that's because, you know, we everybody on the committee has day jobs, you know, and we're all very busy, so I can't fault him for it. I just like to give him a hard time because he is the only male on the committee. Of course. Um, but he is, the, this gentleman's going to be taking the stage and sharing some information about um, Irish culture in the community. Oh, the Irish wolfhounds are going to be there talking about these large, gigantic dogs. They're going to have a kissing booth. And if you've never kissed an Irish wolfhound, totally recommend it. They're the sweetest, sweetest dogs ever on the planet. And if for those of you who are that, you know, enjoy American football, Jason Kelsey, who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, if you see him and his family, those are the dogs, those big, gig gigantic dogs. Um, so we're going to have some local um, Irish wolfhounds there, and they're going to talk about the breed. Um, the GAA is going to get up and talk about that. And then I want to say we're going to have somebody talking about the Irish history here in Savannah. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and, and I want to encourage, um, especially all of all of the locals, I, I really want to encourage you to go to SavannahIrishFest.com. And, and make a donation, you know, because your, your, you know, $10, $50, whatever it is, it's going towards keeping all of this active and alive in Savannah. And it's so important because it, it is a part of the thread of how we started here in Savannah. It's a part of how we got built. It's, it's neighborhoods of people, you know, that are just families that have a legacy here for many, many, many years. It's really, really important. And I think, you know, encouraging the public to be a part of it is so wonderful so that they can uh, experience everything, but then also saying, Hey, 
you know, throw us a few dollars and that's what your ticket price goes to. And, you know, when, when you're a part of these events, you, you are supporting all of this. Absolutely. And I mean, like, again, come out. I mean, you know, it's, it, I think St. Patrick's Day has always been viewed as just, I don't know, an Irish American thing. But we invite our, our, our friends uh, from the African American community out, you know, like um, about a year or two ago, I was on the uh, on a Zoom call with our Irish consulate in Atlanta. And she like was talking about this beautiful young lady who was an Irish dancer who was African. Now, in Ireland, they don't call you African-Americans, but she was African, and she did the most beautiful Irish jig, Irish jig, and she was touring all over Europe doing this. So we invite our African-American friends to come out, our friends from the LBGTQ community, please come out. Everyone is welcome. So it's not just an Irish community thing. This is a cultural event for everyone in our, our Hispanic community. All of that is going on this weekend, and we want to make sure everybody um, you know, gets their tickets and does all the things. What what as you lead up to St. Patrick's Day, what what do you do to celebrate and and what are you doing on St. Patrick's Day? So that's a good question. So um, I'm a part of the Daughters of Ireland and we always have uh, the Grand Marshal's wife wife dinner and we present her with a gift. Um, I'll be taking part of the Emerald Society's oyster roast coming up. My best friend in the world, Derek Habgood, he is from Ireland. Um, he also lives in my home and will be probably drinking a lot of Guinness. Um, because <laughs> um, that's what you do. That's right. Um, we have friends coming over from Ireland. They've been coming over for 20 years. We're very excited to see them. Yeah, so we're very excited about it. I mean, uh, they usually come over about a week and a half before, and I, it's great to see them. You know, every time I go to Ireland, I always joke around and say, you know, the the priest will pick me up and the prison guards drop me off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's a great group of people. I love seeing them every year. Um, I, we've created this huge friendship whenever I go over. They literally take care of me and my family. Um, and vice versa. They come here, we take care of them. So I'm very excited to see them. So after I walk in the parade that morning, I've got to be at Forsyth Park, I think it's 7.30. Um, and then we step off at 10 o'clock and then, well, we're supposed to step off at 10. I think my group is not till like 11. So we walk the parade. I think I'm going to bring my dog this year. Because um, like you said, on St. Patrick's Day, everyone is Irish. And I think that my American Bulldog can be a Irish American Bulldog that day. Absolutely. Yes. Usually I'll go to the Knights of Columbus afterwards and I, you know, sit there and watch the rest of the parade with friends. And then I have to go home and take a nap before I come back out and enjoy the evening because as it turns out, the 47 year old body does not recover the way the 27 year old body once did. That's right. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. I mean, the, the parade day is a ton of fun. Now this year, the parade is on Saturday, Saturday the 16th. Yes. Why is that? So that's because Sunday yes. falls on the 17th and correct. that's a no-no for the Catholic Church. That's correct. Yes, that's correct. Our bishop does not like us to have a parade on the 17th, so we don't. We're going to have it the 16th. Any other day is going to be on you know, if it's on a Monday, it's going to be Monday, March 17th, Tuesday, March 17th, but Sunday, March 17th, it's going to be on Saturday. That's right. So, and this year is pretty special because it's our 200 year anniversary. That's huge. Of the parade. 
So I know that the parade committee, you know, they've been planning this for years. And I'm very excited to see this 200 year parade. Uh, people, my brother, for example, he's up in North Carolina and he has come every year since I think his freshman year of college. Wow. And he's 42. Maybe. Wow. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> he's younger is what you're saying. He's younger. Yeah. Because I, I don't really know if I'm 45, 46 or 47 because I lie about my age a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's somewhere in that. Yeah. I feel like after a certain point in the forties, we're just like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. We're just, we're just counting the chapters now. It's fine. We're just counting the chapters. Yeah. And getting Botox <laughs> along the way. So. <laughs> I'm so excited, Tara, about this weekend. I think it's going to be just off the chain. Amazing. I, I think everybody's going to have such a good time. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm excited for the parade and I'm excited for, you know, for so many people that are, in love with Savannah that want to come and visit. I, I, I know that, you know, sometimes that's a little hard on us locals where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, oh, there's so many people here. But at the same time, you know, you, a lot of the locals, you used to be somewhere else too. So I did. I did. Yeah. I, um, geez. So my ex-husband was in the army and we were stationed here and I fell in love with Savannah. And then after I divorced him, I moved back, but every year, well, there was like a five-year period. I did not live here. And every year I'd come back and I fell in love with the city. And it wasn't just the city. It was a history. I was a history major in college. So I fell in love with the history of Savannah, fell in love with the culture of Savannah. I fell in love with the people of Savannah. And I mean, it, every, it, I, I love it. There's something about this city that just kind of gets in your blood and you just want to keep coming back. I've lived here now since... 2009 and what year is it 2024 what is that 12 or 13 years almost that's 13 a long years. time that's yeah. right and I feel like I still haven't done everything so right. when I have people coming to, to visit what do you do honey you can't get everything done I've been here for 13 years <laughs> so we live in an amazing city and as a local quote-unquote uh, come and enjoy our city but respect it you know for example the was it the Sunday before St. Patrick's Day we have our Celtic cross ceremony. And when you see, you know, 200 people walking down Abercorn and you're like, WTF is that? Well, that's, that is what the locals consider their St. Patrick's Day parade. They're paying homage to their ancestors that came over, you know, from Ireland so many years ago. And they're remembering them, you know, that's for the Savannah Irish people, you know, the parade is for the, for the visitors. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I feel like however many events that we have leading up to St. Patrick's Day, it really just shows you how important the culture is here. It shows you, you know, how important and, and how respectful we want to be to the culture to always honor it, to always welcome, you know, people to celebrate with us and and really to say, you know, let's keep the legacy of the Irish culture in Savannah alive. Sure, absolutely. It's very important. One thing that I would like to, you know, Howard Keeley, um, he's over at Georgia Southern University and he runs the Irish Studies Program. And just to kind of show you or to tell you guys how deep rooted it is, true story, I was in Wexford, Ireland in 2000 and what year is this? 24, 2022. I can't keep up. And I was at this um, ship called the Dunbrody and it was a replica. And you take this tour of the Dumbrody, and first thing they do is they hand you a ticket. Well, guess what that ticket said? 
it's a fake ticket. You're going to Savannah, Georgia. And I was on tour. Uh, this played 30 or 40 people on this tour. And I heard people say from all over, you know, America or Ireland or Germany or wherever, where's Savannah, where's Savannah? And when they were talking about Savannah, my heart just filled with so much pride because I'm like, I live there. I get to live there. So you take the tour of the Dan Brady, you know, replica famine ship and you land, quote unquote, land in Savannah. And when you land in Savannah, you have this whole like old map of what it would have looked like back when, you know, Savannah was was being built. And you walk into a quote unquote visit Savannah information center. And they have a real running of the prey. They have, you know, you know, talking about, you know, Leopold's ice cream and, um, you know, Savannah Bee Company. And it's very, very cool. There's a map and just information. So that's how deep rooted it is. You know, when you go to uh, one part of Ireland, you get to learn about where the Irish people in Savannah came from. So cool. It's so very cool. Uh, we're, we're in the midst of planning our Ireland trip and, yeah. um, first time going and like that was on the list so that we could see that exact yeah. thing. Uh, it's and experience so cool. It's yeah. so cool. And like, listen, if you need any recommendations, I'm happy Ooh. to help you. And if you need, if you need police officers or the Irish military or Irish doctors, you let me know or bartenders, Nice. I can connect you. <laughs> it, a true it. story. Like, when was it? It was, what was it, two days before Christmas? My friend Joe that I was in high school with, like, a million years ago in North Carolina, he sends me a text. He goes, hey, Tara, random question. I'm in Munich, Germany. Do you happen to know the people that own Scholar's Lounge? I'm like, yeah, that's Asia. You mean a texter? <laughs> and she she was actually in the Alps skiing, but she told him, you know, the times to come in and then she had beer and appetizers waiting on him when he went in there. So that's awesome. It's crazy. It's that's, crazy. That's so good. I love it. Uh, Tina at the chamber, she says the three degrees of Tara. So right. <laughs> I could see that. I could totally see that. I do want to mention um, if you want to get in a little deeper with sure. the Savannah Irish culture, I do want to mention that uh, the Savannah Irish Festival does have their own podcast so that you Me can, too. yeah, you can go and listen to that and you can actually get to know the Savannah GAA. You can get to know uh, a lot of other places. You guys did a really cool episode, um, a whiskey tasting at O'Connell's, which was just so cool. I mean, by the end of it, Everybody was having a little trouble putting the words together, but I mean, it was a whiskey tasting for goodness sake. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, I remember that day I was like, yeah, I, um, I may have acted out a little bit on that podcast, but it's fun. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, if you're coming to the Savannah Irish festival this weekend, you might also see Mayor Van Johnson. That might happen. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. He's such a big supporter of the Irish festival and the Irish Huge. community here. It's so good. Huge. He's he's such a remarkable mayor. I'm so lucky. I not me because I actually live in Pooler, but from the business standpoint, again, Mayor Johnson is phenomenal. Um, he is a phenomenal human being. We're very blessed to have him as our mayor. So you might get to see him. You might sign an autograph or two. You never know. Um, so yeah, we're very excited. It's gonna be a huge kickoff to the whole St. Patrick's season here in Savannah, Georgia. And if you want to know more, you know, ask questions. We're happy to answer them on the podcast. Tara, this is going to be a fun weekend. I hope you get some good sleep beforehand because <laughs> um, it all kicks off basically tomorrow right. night and then uh, the next day. So 
I, I hope you get some sleep beforehand. I appreciate you sitting down and, and having this conversation with us. You're a huge part of, of keeping the legacy of the Irish community here in Savannah. And, and I know, I know they appreciate you so much. Well, you know, what can I say? They worship the quicksand I flutter over. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Now, there, uh, there might be some whiskey in my drink here. You know, there might yeah. be, there might be, it would surprise me if there wasn't. Um, Tara Reese, th thank you. I, I'm looking forward to this weekend and I'll, I'll see you. Uh, hopefully somebody can teach me how to do an Irish jig. Cause you know, I got two left feet. You know, you know what? I forgot to mention they're going to be there. The Irish dancers are going to be at the Irish Fest this weekend. There you so go. I think we can make that happen. <laughs> I need to I need to have a few drinks before, but we'll make it happen. No worries. We're not going to run out of Guinness. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Guarantee. Uh, thank Guarante you, Tara. Thank you so much for having me. Well, if you're looking for a cool spot to go, how about Habersham Village? colleagues and lovers. Have you checked them out yet? Now, I got to tell you, if you love like theme nights and really, really great cocktails and really fantastic, well thought out food, this is the place to go. Colleagues and lovers, Habersham Village. They've got so many cool theme nights. Now go to their Facebook or go to their Instagram to check out uh, what's going on and what theme nights they're doing. But they've got a pizza night that is phenomenal. Uh, they've got steak night. You can even make a reservation for that if you want to be fancy. Um, they also have service industry night as well. They do so much and give back to not only the service industry here in Savannah, but they also do so much with nonprofits in the area too. And it's just a great restaurant. Habersham Village, colleagues and lovers. It's one of my favorite places. All right, the weather's warming up. You're making plans. You've got people finally coming into town and I've got the perfect event for you. That's right. It is going to be a night of fantastic live music and a great theater experience, Savannah Cabaret. And tickets are this close to going on sale, so you need to go to savannahcabaret.com and make sure you grab your tickets. What is coming up? April and May, the award-winning Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein coming to Savannah based on the classic 1974 movie, hilarious show that tells the story of Dr. Frankenstein's grandson, Frederick, who is struggling to create his own legacy separate from his infamous family's name. Now, the show is going to run in April and May, like I said, and tickets are going to go super fast. So make sure you go to savannahcabaret.com and check out what they have going on. This is just an amazing theater experience, and it's happening right here in the historic district on Jefferson Street. They're going to have musicals, Christmas spectaculars, an interactive murder mystery that's going to be coming. They've got comedies, so many great things. And you need to see the lineup at savannacabaret.com. You know, some people have a dream home. Some people have 10 dreams about buying property in 10 different places. At Cork and Austin Hill Realty, we always want you to live who you are, wherever and whatever that dream looks like. You hear businesses talking sometimes about how long they have served a city, but do you ever stop and wonder if they mean that's how long they've been in business there? Or do they really mean that's how long they've served that community? Cork and Austin Hill Realty truly serves Savannah. Yes, I mean the region, but I really mean the people, the history, the business developers, the nonprofits, 
all communities, all backgrounds, the buyers, the sellers, the investors, the mom and pop shop owners, the first time home seekers, the young, the matured, and we've been doing it serving you since 1978. Corcoran Austin Hill Realty sits beautifully at the corner of Liberty and Bull Streets in historic Savannah, home of the Made of Savannah podcast studios and home to a huge group of people ready to serve you. 251 Bull Street, Savannah. Stop in, ask questions, see local artists at Location Gallery, and check out available listings at CorcoranAHR.com. Thanks for listening to the Made of Savannah podcast. Do us a favor, write us a review, give us a rating. Make sure you subscribe or follow the podcast and share this podcast with someone you know. Follow us on Instagram at Made of Savannah and a huge thanks to our sponsors, Savoy Society, colleagues and lovers, and the fabulous Savannah Cabaret. If you or someone you know has a great Savannah story to tell, be sure to get in touch with us. We would love to hear it. The welcome mat is always out. <laughs>